At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. This is Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. Hey, Tim, thanks for showing up 10 minutes late. Welcome to Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. I was eight minutes late. Regardless. <laughs> I, I did the, the responsible you're the only thing. One that you're the alarm. only one that doesn't have anything going on today. So. I'm also I'm the, I'm the earliest time zone. Time's just a construct, man. It doesn't seven thirty a.m. the day after the Super Bowl. I left my phone downstairs, <laughs> so I didn't wake up when the alarm went off. Here's, Why'd you leave your flight? Here's where I disagree with your excuse. Yeah, you have an Apple Watch and you're obsessed with it, so there's no chance that thing wasn't vibrating. It was dead. Oh. There's a good chance. Um, of that. Also, apparently, Teddy knocked over a trash can last night. So that's is that because? There was lots of food leftovers in it. I hope he didn't no. eat chicken wings because that's yeah. really bad for dogs. No, he didn't. I uh, it was in a different trash can that I took out. So, um, so Rihanna was bad, dude. <laughs> you you listen to like the 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 Wellerman sea shanty music, and you, you like think, that song I, too. I do, I do, but you also think. The curse or wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald is the greatest song on earth. It so, is. so your your opinion of music doesn't carry any weight. I'm not that. saying that Rihanna is bad in general. I'm saying that performance Dude, was bad. It's so bad of you to make fun of a pregnant lady and criticize her. That's rude, man. I mean, no one knew so she was upsetting. pregnant until that show. I'm just saying it was meh. It was all right. Yeah. It was so. Eh. So, Alex, are you saying that you liked the halftime show? I'm not saying it was the best halftime show ever, but I I mean, was, I think it was good. I don't yeah, think I, it was bad by any means. I'll be honest. I wasn't watching with enough like attention paying to the performance specifically. But what I heard in the background, I was like talking to people. Oh, and so, okay. yeah. So, um, yeah. But I, I mean, I heard it was decent. Becky it liked was. it. It was. You got to remember, last year's halftime show was – I mean, it's going to go down in history as one of the best ones of all time. Mm-hmm. So you're you're following up a very difficult act. She hadn't performed live for seven years, and so I think she was doing. I think she. I think she. I don't know. From what I saw, she did. She did well. But it, it was a, it was a good show. It was entertaining. It was Oliver hits the stage as usual. I mean, that's probably not much to do with her, but 
like every year it seems the stage is this next Super level cool. thing. Yeah. yeah. So that, that was pretty cool. And I thought it was really good. So, um, Tim, shut up. Um, the, uh, what, 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 what was missing, Tim? What would you have done just, differently? Know, it, you was just, performing? it was why, it, why was know. it more? just didn't, it didn't do it for me. It I like Rihanna. I like her songs. I didn't like that performance. So can you name three Rihanna songs? No. So you don't like Rihanna that much. No, I'm not like I'm a huge Rihanna fan. I, I, like, <laughs> literally, as she went, I was like, oh, yeah, that's a Rihanna song, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I recognize that. Now I get it. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's talk commercials then. Because, again, I'm not going to lie. I was at a, I was at like a party, so I, I wasn't just sat focused. So I missed a lot of commercials. Mm. I it think probably I, the worst year of Super Bowl commercials. Well, I think it had already been won, and I posted about this on my Instagram. That popcorners, the no, the popcorners oh. one with the Breaking Bad commercial yeah. was, I think, the best one. Very closely followed by Dave Grohl saying that Canada was amazing. I mean, I don't think anybody can deny someone <laughs> with no. those credentials no. having a Super Bowl ad just dedicated to how great Canada is, and that was thanking weird. us. No, was it was weird. not. It was well overdue. Frankly, it was well overdue, <laughs> and I've always been a Foo Fighters fan. I've always been a Dave Grohl guy, and I'm an even bigger fan now because he gets it and has shared the message with the rest of America that Canada's great, baby. You know that. You, you, know, you know it's own. It's a British company that owns it, right? Was he thanking Britain? He was not. No, but like, but like the fact that it's yes, it was originated in canada canada has nothing to do with it at this point like canada whatever is, china owns the united states you still like it that's a like great it? point like that's a really good point James. <laughs> that's, that's, that's fair okay my favorite commercial was without a doubt let me preface this i didn't see the essentially all the way up to halftime really any of the commercials because i was watching in a restaurant with no audio or driving back to my hotel room in a car. So I only saw half of them, but um, the, was it Tubi? The one where it yeah. pretended as though like someone sat on the remote and like switched to something else. Right. <laughs> I, I my remote and I was like, what the, what the hell is someone like in another room somehow like interfering with my TV? Cause it, it took off. Are you, are you following what I'm saying? Did you see this one, James? Yeah, I, just, I didn't see this one. Okay, so essentially, a commercial was playing, and yeah. then like a smart TV guide popped up, and they selected the 2B app, and then like went to Mr. and Mrs. Smith. So it was like as if someone in the room was changing your TV and like scrolling to something else. Right. So like okay. you thought you were on a different channel. Right. Okay. So then I like went and reached for the remote and tried to put it back, and realized that it was all commercial. Right. Okay. <laughs> very, very um, So I that one got me, and that was really the only one that I, stood I, out, other than my I, hatred of the Crown Royal one. God, you just you literally are like now half Canadian, but whatever. So um, yeah, but I'm not going to thank Canada during the Super Bowl, America's greatest Sunday evening event. You're going to thank Canada during your nuptials, which is your greatest event. So. All right, so yeah. I did see we, I did see Will Ferrell was in a couple well, Super Bowl ads, which I wish I had watched because he's funny. 
if Skechers won with Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart, made me want to buy Skechers real bad. <laughs> all right. That's that's good then. Yeah. Because, all right. Yeah. I see Ben Stiller was in a Pepsi one. I didn't see that. Yeah, so was, uh, so was Steve Martin. Yeah, uh, I guess we're going to have to go back and rewatch them because I'm going through the list here and there looks like some pretty funny concepts. I'm not well, there were, there were a lot of ads with a ton of celebrities, but they were just kind of... Yeah, Man, that's that happens. Your opinion on everything that happened from 6 to 10 p.m. last night is really pessimistic. You just thought everything was garbage. Correct. Is that just because... Were you, you in were a bad mood? Drunk? Yeah. 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 No, it was just not good. The game was great. The game was oh my great God. right up yeah, until the end. Let's talk okay. about that because uh, <laughs> the commercials, obviously, we didn't do our research. So, sorry, guys. Bug Tim and tell him what your favorite commercial was um, just to make him have to read stuff. I'm going yeah. straight. The back game was the game was an absolute banger. And you kind of knew that because, again, Alex, how many times have we talked about how good Vegas is at setting odds? Right. And so when the spread was what? One and a half. Yeah. You're like, this is going to be a close game. And it was, yeah, pretty much almost as close as you could get a game. And that was very exciting for the people watching which is most people. So I know Tim's going to go off on some rant about but nobody cares. The last call and blah, blah, blah. I, you should, you should probably, you don't, but you should probably read the articles that came out after the fact from the Philadelphia Eagles head coach, the guy who got the holding the player call. who got, yeah. He I said, know the guy who got the like, call said that he held, but no, I also know like, they yeah, weren't. Right. I know. I also know they weren't calling that all night for that. Oh, you watched it that you watched it that closely? Yeah. I was watching the f- game. Dude, I think I think <laughs> if the player himself is saying, yeah, it was a hold and like I was trying to prevent a TD, like you gotta kind of go with that. Look, the number of times that like you or I have done something on a racetrack where you know that if the if the officials came up to you afterwards and they were like, hey man, you're like, yep, yep, no, that's fine. That's fair. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not yeah. even gonna fight that one. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. You but definitely like, know that moment. So had that article not come out, I probably would have been on your side. It's like, oh, it's the Super Bowl. It's, I mean, it's the last couple of plays of the game. Like, let them fight, let them play. It's a physical sport. But like when the guy's like, yeah, like I was hoping he didn't see. It's like, fair enough. So, I mean, do, do we think that that fumble was like what lost them the game ultimately? Well, I think, I think the other thing is you, you got to look at and just like motorsports, right? Well, maybe less like motorsports, but like most things in life, it's not one thing. True. It, it, it's, it's very easy to look back and like there's yes. this focus point on one certain thing that happened. But right, the Eagles played like the second half. Like second half was not was Their offense was like nothing was good. So it's like, yeah, Hertz's fumble cost them seven points. That holding call basically ended the game fine. But like they also didn't score in the second half. Right. So, I mean. Suboptimal. Less than good. Less than good. And I think everybody kind of assumed the Eagles were going to run away with it after Mahomes got hurt. Well, I also think they injected him with so much whatever the hell he did. <laughs> Tordal. <laughs> yeah, he had a he had a Tordal cocktail on the sidelines and was feeling real good after that. Yeah, yeah. I would I would like whatever they gave him just yeah. like, recreationally. It's well, no, because it's not. No, it's not like that. It's not no, like that at all. It just numbs pain. 
Yeah, it's incredible how it works. I've I've had to use that before, and it's unbelievable how it just absolutely blocks out all pain without really affecting you in any other way. It's probably the best painkiller on earth because it's not like an addictive one. But I have um, to say, regardless of that, still super what, impressive. What what he showed, not only that game, but what he showed in the conference championship, right? Like it spraining your ankle hurts. Like I've stepped off the curb wrong, and it's it hurts and it's hard to walk and you hurts for a while and you're certainly running. Right. And the fact that he not only did it and like still played well, but like played excellent and like made really good game defining like either runs or escapes from the pocket or whatever. It's just, I mean, that's, I don't care how much drugs you have in your system to help numb the pain. It still hurts. And to still have that level of concentration at the highest level on the biggest stage, like you have to tip your hat. Like that's pretty cool to watch. It was pretty neat. It was pretty neat. Um, so you had to watch from your hotel room because you're in Sebring, right? You're testing tomorrow? I'm testing tomorrow. Um, the second year in a row that I've watched the Super Bowl from the Outback Steakhouse in Sebring, Florida. <laughs> but uh, hey, it's a... It's a small price to pay to get to drive race cars. There's something about Super Bowl Sunday and the last test of the off season before the first race. It always seems to coincide. I remember in Indy Lights, I want to say it's my first year of Indy Lights. We were testing in Phoenix at Firebird. And it was Super Bowl Sunday. It still exist. I don't know. I assume so. I haven't oh. heard of it. I haven't heard of it being like decommissioned gone. or raised or anything. Anyway, uh, we were testing there and it was like to the point, I mean, this was 2009. And so somehow one of the mechanics had got a hold of like some small, like little TV with like the bunny ears. And we were literally trying to get like old school cable television with bunny ears at the racetrack so we could watch the game. Isn't that amazing? Was, That's 13 years ago. And now you can literally watch it from any singular device on earth. Essentially, You could watch it on your Apple watch if you wanted. Yes. Like, and, and you can't use bunny ears anymore. You can't? No. Like they don't they switched do anything. Over, they switched over from analog to mm. digital for all the uh for all the main network channels. So Man. you have to get a digital antenna now. So you add that to the list of things that kids born today will never experience. I it's I was talking so about that things. with my brother. I didn't, I didn't really experience that. <laughs> really? No. Well, you're old as James. Um yeah, I was talking fair. about with my with my brother uh, about snow days. Because mm. I guess whenever they had snow, they they canceled kindergarten, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, I got ready to have the news on and watch the little oh, tinder yeah, on the I bottom of the that channel, awesome. and it, it was like, but now they just text you, they just email you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. You're, that, that anticipation of waiting to see your school name, like, oh, oh, yeah. 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 I'm almost to yeah. the peas. Let's my go. Yeah. <laughs> See, my the first, my first like, open. You're like, what? Yeah, my I first. Also had, in twelve years, my school had one snow day, so <laughs> I got a. You only went to school. I, I was disappointed years? a lot. Well, from first grade to twelfth grade. Yeah, they don't really shut down university, school. do they? Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I grew up in Toronto area, so like Canada gets more snow days than Indianapolis. Or, well, I mean, you probably got decent snow days growing up, Alex. No. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, not as yeah. many as Toronto, but yes, yeah, I got, but I got yeah, so yeah. 
my my first school was William Armstrong, and so got to wait for the W's. That one that one stung. You're just mad anticipation. Yeah. The worst part remember, was if you missed it, and then you had to watch the yeah. whole thing again. Yeah. I remember one year. Um, it was it was so cold. It wasn't even. I I don't even think that it was like necessarily a crazy amount of snow. It was some snow, but like the temperatures had just dropped so much that they like some schools were closing. My school said it was open. Absolutely devastated. But they said that the school bus was canceled. And so it's like, so the school's open, but the way to get to school is closed. Mom, come on. This doesn't sound like a good idea. (laughs) If if they're not letting the bus drivers drive kids to school, they think it's too dangerous for the kids to be transported to school. So you should make the right call here, Mom. Make the right call. We should just stay home. (laughs) Um, Did she buy it? Uh, one, I think once yes and once no, because I think one time she just really wanted me out of the house, which yeah. is fair. Yeah. But like, dude, I remember, I remember days were so cold. I literally sound like a grandfather now. Dude, it was so cold. I used to meet like the bus stop at the end of my street. I met with this kid who was a year older than me named Ross, and Ross had like kind of long, you know, like messy hair or whatever, kind of like Colton style hair, right? And he clearly just got out of the shower. Runs. He was always late. Run running up to the bus, and he's standing there. The bus is late. So we're standing there in minus whatever. His hair literally froze. Like it was wet and it curled out. Like he could, I had icicles on his head. I'm like, this is not a good idea. It was fun. I liked it. In hindsight, it was a terrible idea. Mm. Yeah, those those Canadian springs, am I right? That was probably May. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, I got a question. Why, Why is it not just like an accepted holiday on the Monday after Super Bowl? It's terrible that it's not. I just feel like either well, make it a noon game or just give everybody Monday off. Well, you can't make it a noon game because then people in California are drinking real early. Yeah, it's a, yeah that is a 9 a.m. game. Perfect. <laughs> we, no, already, we already get it pretty well, though. Like, the game was done by 7. I went out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you went out after the game? Oh, yeah, interesting. Barney's. Oh, oh, is this why you didn't wake up with your alarm? I just checked. I was home by midnight. Oh yeah, but if you started at three, so say so you spent five hours at Barney's is what you're saying. I didn't say I went there right at seven. Karaoke doesn't start until ten. After a Super Bowl party, I got there at about ten. Okay, so so you Super Bowl for nine hours. You had a nine hour day. I took a little break in between. Mm. That's called a cab ride. It's called an Uber ride from the place to Barney's. Yeah, clean, cleaned up my apartment. I well, Teddy, so, so, Teddy I mean, fixed that, huh? Why yeah. Don't you, why don't you tell us what you did yesterday? Like, walk us through your day. I uh, I slow cooked some chicken wings for the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. You rediscovered French seventy fives, if I remember. Yeah, correctly. I feel like we should, as a group, have more of those. I've always been a proponent of yeah. those. No, they're great. Um, slow cook some wings, had some French 75s, um, some neighbors brought over some mac and cheese and a bunch of beer. It's great. Had a good time. Uh, it was, I disagree with you on the last play. It was probably one of the more entertaining Super Bowls. Yeah. Like the game was great. Yeah. Um, short, short of like one of those super to cool parties. Tom Brady comebacks. Sort of, just, sort of the Patriots Falcons game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that one was bananas. But like, just for like a, a blow for blow back and forth. Well, it was honestly, most Super Bowls that Tom Brady was in, like, I'm not saying that, yeah. but like, even the two he lost to the Giants, right? Those were like yeah. unbelievable games. The Patriots Seahawks games, like, there were some 
the Patriots put on some hell hell of a hell of a shows. Um, all right. So wait, Alex, you you flew down with the co-owner of your plane. Um, did. did you fly it or did he fly it? I flew it. Okay. Um, that would yeah. have been like a pretty fair. Does play. he does he then fly home? He does. Um, so you each get your like he he's involved in racing. Um, I think most people know at this point. It doesn't matter. It's Ed Ed Carpenter. Ed Carpenter and I are partners on an airplane. Um, and so I don't know, man. I feel like we spent like two months keeping that a secret. I don't know <laughs> why. Always, I never knew I, why we used secret. No, I just, I just I didn't know if you wanted whatever. So he owns a plane with me and sucked in so Ed. Everybody knows. Kind of the arrangement that we kind of discussed is when we're flying it to the track, like I'll fly it down and then presumably I'll be tired because right. I'll have done a race he'll and yeah. he'll fly it back. Oh, so that way we're both getting the hours. We're both getting yeah. the use out of the plane. Um, so we kind of are doing that arrangement for this test. Um, it was cool. It was cool because it's the first time we actually got to fly where we needed oxygen. So that was a new experience. Um, at one like, point we had – you use the, the cannulas, the little tubes, so it's not as dramatic okay. the whole mask. Um Obviously, it's an unpressurized plane, so anytime you go above a certain altitude, you need oxygen help. And um, so that was cool because we got to take advantage of nearly a hundred knot tailwind. A what? Yeah. A hundred knot tailwind? Yeah. Yeah. That's a thing? So you get down pretty quick. Yeah. Indianapolis to Sebring. Guess what it took, James? (laughs) I mean, you don't have to guess. It's 800 miles, not miles. It was three hours and 40 minutes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. Pretty cool. That's pretty neat. That's yeah. pretty neat. Yeah. Um, I guess that sucks for you, though, because you get less hours then in the plane than it's going to get going back. You're well, logging fewer yeah, hours because you had such a good deal. It was a pretty big storm that was going through. So we'll actually get a decent, because that's not normal. So obviously. Um, so we'll actually get a pretty decent tailwind going back. Um, so I think the trip best of both worlds big four hours. So yeah, pretty, pretty awesome. Um, and yeah, that was, uh, tick that off the box. It's, it's kind of always unnerving because it's like, well, if the oxygen doesn't work, you. Yeah. So like, does it just have, do you just have like oxygen tanks in the, under your seat and you put on your little thing in the nose, like a hospital and you just crank it on and off you go. Like, how's it work? I mean, it's, it's, it is integrated in the plane. So it's not like under the seats. And then there's like little ports that you plug into, um, and then you actually set the flow meter based on the altitude you're at. Okay. Um, and then assuming everything goes correctly, you don't pass out and die. Um, but that's a, yeah, it's a plus. Yeah. Generally speaking, that's a, that's a positive. Yeah. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. So you're on track tomorrow. I mean, it's going to be yesterday by the time this comes out, but or two days ago by the time this comes out. But you're on track tomorrow at Sebring. Last test before St. Pete. Yes. What kind of test? What kind of test is this for you? Like, are you guys actually trying to test new things? Are you just trying to work together and get to know each other? Are man, you we're actually? Just, we're just trying. We're just trying to do labs, man. You're just we're trying just- to keep your head above water and get all mm-hmm. the systems working and make sure that yeah, got it. I mean, ultimately, the race car is the race car. It's we've all had this package for entirely too long. Too long. Um, so there's not a whole lot of developments that are coming out. There's different approaches to set up philosophies that every team has up and down the grid. But ultimately, these cars are pretty well maximized. Um, so there's not going to be any revelations. So yes, for us, we're just trying to work together, work out any kinks that still exist in kind of the system side of things. Um, still understand the tools that I have available from a Chevy standpoint versus a Honda standpoint and just have a little bit of a understanding and working knowledge relationship going in St. Pete. So yes, we're not doing so, much. So spare me the like, well, but it's the same for everyone response and no, it's 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 pretty messed up the wheel answer. Right. So yeah, so no. so my my question my question was going to be in a perfect world, not a perfect world. Like in a perfect world you'd have 100, but like how many days do you feel like you would have been like really comfortable with having preseason making this transition before getting to St. Pete? Is it like I mean, 7 on, days, no, 10 on, days? It's hard because we really only got one day in thermal. Right. right. So assuming assuming this test goes as planned, that's two days, I would say we need to be like, feel like everything's sorted, firing on all cylinders. We are going to be at like everything feels normal, not new. Potential. It's at least five. Five or yeah. six. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's what's so wild about it. So like it's, I mean, yeah, it's the same for everyone, but it's not because you're in a completely new environment. So compared yeah. to a, and I would even, I would even, I would even argue like Kyle's going through a similar transition for sure. Um, so hard for him, but also Andretti's not adding a car, so less hard, I think. Right, like, but you've got car, is it seven years experience to one existing, so existing thing. That's true. Yeah. That's so there's, there's, yeah, there's, there's, it's, yeah. there's, there's differences, but yeah, you guys are both kind of going through a similar situation. Um, what I'm trying to think, what are the other like big driver movements this year? I mean, Obviously you've got a whole new lineup at Foyt. I mean, you've got a touring car driver coming in from Argentina. Yep. And Who honestly, did, he a, did great. Pitching job at Thermal. Yeah. It really surprised me. Um, yeah. Canapino. Shout out, buddy. I haven't had a chance to meet him officially yet, but um, yeah, man, that was impressive. And I think 
while we're on the racing topic, there's not much IndyCar stuff to talk about, especially since we're going to have another podcast or two going in St. Pete. We should talk about our boy Connor attempting to qualify for oh. the Daytona 500. I'm glad you brought that up. This is insane. Like, I love the fact that Connor's doing it. This is not what is insane. I, I think mean, it's great. but, I, but it's also what, insane. What NASCAR is doing is insane. And so as a result, what Connor is doing is insane. Hmm. For the Daytona 500 this year, ladies and gentlemen, if you do not know, <clears throat> they have reduced practice. You know, look, we've we've heard all these stories about the month of May and how it used to be like, three weeks of practice and then it was two weeks of practice and two weekends of qualifying. And now it's one week of practice and one week of qualifying. And even in the practice week, they took away a day or two. And we're always so nervous about only having, you know, 40 hours of track time, not 400 hours of track time before the race NASCAR for their biggest race, the Daytona 500, also the first race of the season. The first time new car driver combinations have been, uh, tried out the first time any driver has been racing since November, all those things. They've decided to reduce practice for the biggest race of their season from whatever they had last year to zero. Yep, that is zero laps of practice, zero practice sessions, zero minutes allowed in the car before qualifying, which means you will roll your car off the truck, fire it up, and the first time it's rolling under power on a racetrack is for qualifying, which is flat out at Daytona. Which is hard in the good cars. Yes. Connor, no disrespect to the team or him. This is part-time. not a full-time, this is not a full-time team. Part-time so it's program. not it's not a good car. It's a it's a safe car, it's a fine car, but it's not an optimized car. Right. So he is going to have to. I guess just trust, like, I don't, I don't, would you, James? I don't know if I could do that. No, because you have to race in anyway, right? The way right. it works for Daytona is you do your quality, you do your two qualifying laps, I guess, and okay. best lap and whatever, so, but then so you got to go to the duels. So, so yeah. You lift in qualifying, great. No problem. You just feel it out, whatever. It doesn't really matter. Then the next lap that he has to do. <laughs> yeah. With Will no be, time. Or practice. The Again. next lap he has to do is the first time he's ever been in the toe. Yep. And he's going to be what? Forty deep? No. Is it well, they, no split? They, they split it? Yeah. So twenty-one 20. deep. Yeah. No. A lot. A lot deep. Right. A lot deep. A lot Dealing deep. with. Nah, because he's going to qualify first. Cool. No, he's not. <laughs> but even if he does, he will not lead the entire duel. And at some point he will have to draft having never drafted before in a stock car. He's never driven a cup car on an oval. And now he's going to do his first laps by himself as fast as possible. And then he's going to do he's his third and fourth laps with 20 other cars in a huge draft. in like one of the most specialized and difficult forms of racing in plate racing in a cup car. It's insanity. At least, at I got, least, I got at confidence least he's, in our boy. At least he's, he's never coming. driven on that track in like Xfinity or trucks. <laughs> like it's one thing if he was doing this in Vegas, because at least he did that truck race in Vegas. And like, yep. There, at least he, he has some sort of feel. He's for physically it. been around the track. He has never once. Yeah. Ah, phenomenal. Like, the, I believe the, in our boy. I think he's no, a good no, dude, the balls on <laughs> the it, team try it. Has is awesome. unbelievable. <laughs> so much credit. I know other drivers with very, very high pedigree. I won't call them out. Elio Castroneves. 
No, I know other driver. Alex will call them <laughs> no, out. No, <laughs> he was going to do it. And yeah. then there were people in his camp and in his corner during the 24 hours of Daytona that came up to him and was like, dude, not, not, not the right situation. Not that he's right. not qualified, right. not that he's sure. potentially no, he couldn't be like, successful. He was just advised that this is not the right situation. And he agreed. And okay. He was like, yeah, that makes sense. I would like to test the car or at least practice before I go do the race. And that's totally fair. That is a very reasonable thing to ask. Fernando Alonso and Jimmy Johnson and Kyle Larson are going to get specialized days in an IndyCar at Indianapolis before they start their Indianapolis 500 journey. That is all things that are real and that happened and should happen. Right. They got an extra test day before the four test days. Right. Before the open test, two-day test, which is before the four days of practice. And all the full-time guys were like, yeah, that, that's fine. Yeah, they should, they should probably do that. It's, yes. That's safer for us if they try it first. It's so this is not wild. at all against Connor. This is not no. at all against Elio. This is just insane. It's the <laughs> fact that – and again – I'm not even saying this is a criticism of NASCAR because it's not. I just, I can't believe NASCAR had the guts to do it this way. I don't entirely understand the reasoning behind it. I don't think it's as good for the fans. Like they're getting, I mean, and I'm sure not tons of fans show up for the practice stage or whatever, but you read the, I, I follow along. I don't know, maybe, but still absolutely insane. And, and uh, Travis Pastrana, our other buddy is also doing it. Yeah, but at least Travis Pastrana has done the Daytona 500 before. Uh, I don't, well, he's done the, has he done Daytona? He's done the 500? I well, know he's done Xfinity. Uh, he did Nationwide. So right, Nationwide, he's done, yeah. He's done the, sorry. Right, he did like two seasons of stock car racing, right. and he is doing the truck race on the Friday. So, so he's at least, time. right. <laughs> yes. Connor, he's got to be the first driver in history that will start a duel at Daytona having, having never, never run on track with another car. It's going to be wild. It's going to be wild. So now we were trying to get the info out of him about like how many cars qualify. Cause obviously not being a full time yeah, car, say, it's not a charter my, car. Excuse my ignorance on this, but is there bumping? Yes. Kind of. In a, in a sense. But it's, it's, you race your way in, you don't qualify your way in. So it's not based there, on that time. There's a certain number of cars that get a guaranteed spot. So you all do your qualifying. They split the grid. I, believe. I think it's 36. Yeah. And then I think they start 40? I don't know. Well, the first two cars that – sorry, the of the cars that are not guaranteed their entry, the first two the, – the fastest two in qualifying get it. Yes. So they're automatically guaranteed it. And then whatever spots are remaining, you race your way in. So it's basically the highest finishing guys of the people that haven't made their way into the race yet get into the race so you don't have to beat necessarily anyone you don't necessarily have to beat anyone if people are crashing in the duels right it's got to be the right people though it's got to be the right people because if joey logano crashes it doesn't matter because he's already in right yeah it's going to be confusing to follow along that being said hats off to connor um it's tough you know james you and i did something similar but at least we got like two days of practice like it's it's a really tall order very tall um, order to adapt to something like that the other person that is doing the daytona 500 that needs to qualify is jimmy johnson 
which is insane. Multiple yeah. five hundred winner. No, I know. Yeah, yeah, but you got to think. There's a there's gonna there's a very good chance, not a very good chance. There's an outside chance that a Jimmy Johnson won't qualify for the Daytona 500 just because of the way the system works. But I was trying to look up the uh, the guaranteed entries. Um. So right now, on my very very unofficial calculations, because this is based on an old thing, I think there's 41 and 40 cars start so there might only be one car that doesn't oh, no. that doesn't make it there may have been more confirmed but i'm trying to add a couple to that i know have been added since this article was written uh but yeah it, either way it's going to be fun to watch that's coming up this weekend um have you ever been to the daytona 500 alex i haven't i would love i would love to go um i've never been to a cup race on a noble so i like that's a big well oh really I've been to the brickyard, but I don't count that. I'm talking like that's fair. High, a high banked. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I'd really like to go. At one point, maybe James, you and I should take a trip this year. Let's do it because I. So I've been to the 500. If only I've got you had a, a plane. <laughs> I've got to say, from a spectator standpoint, I won't say it's my favorite race that I've watched from like a racing standpoint, right? Like the event's obviously really cool, but the way play racing's developed, right? You spend seven eighths of the race just trying to not crash, right? Just kind of driving around in a line mm-hmm. and not crash on pit cycles and stuff like that. Uh, so it can get a little bit monotonous. There's not a lot of stuff going on. But yeah, I would love to go to like a mile and a half. I did Homestead one year. Um, I've, I'd love to do that race or go see like Atlanta. That track looks pretty neat. Uh, there's a couple. There's a couple of cool ones that we should, yeah, we should go check one out. I think it'd be fun. Are be you, awesome. um, do you have any plans for watching the Daytona 500? Yeah, no, I don't. I'm going to go to the boat show in Indy potentially. Um, oh, cool. but no, I mean, it's, uh, St. Pete's coming up, dude. So like I'm on a full program of water and lettuce and just trying to do everything possible to be as ready Same. as possible for, a uh, a big weekend. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's gonna be fun, man. I'm excited. I'm excited for St. Pete already. I'm yeah. like, yeah. I'm jazzed to get it's down been, there. We're so close now, right? It's been such a long wait, and now it's like, I I was I was talking to yeah, I was talking to someone else earlier, and it was like the the time from spring training to the first race is the worst. It's like the longest stretch of the off season because like. You obviously you had your off season, like you had your time off. I don't know. September to January sucks. Well, no, but like, <laughs> but like you enjoy some time off. You can do some so traveling. <laughs> you can have some. You can see some family. You can do whatever. But like, yeah, but like, then you start getting back into training. So like, okay, fine. And then yeah. you get testing. You're like, cool. It's like, all right, now that you're back in the car, like you're back fit. You're back driving. You're like now, I just want to go racing. But it's like, all right, they tease you, and then it's like three weeks before you actually get to go race. I still think that's the worst. But yes, no. I see your point. I see your point. The the worst part is September to January when every other racing series on earth is still competing. And you're just like, yep. Well, hey man, we're done. get used to it. Cause if, if things go the way that certain powers that be want them to go, the season's going to end even earlier, but it's going to start earlier. That's what we need to do. We need to start in January and end in like end of August. Or we could start in, you know, February and end in like late October, like, you know, most championships, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. 
I would be, so you know what we need to do is we need to do like Saturday night races in the fall. Why? Or, or Thursday night races or Wednesday. Dude, I'm, so I'm all for that. You just, it can't be any street circuits. You well, just, you fine. kill any street circuits. I think we should do like Wednesday night ovals. That's great. Thursday, Thursday night thunder. That's well, the only, the only problem is you don't, I mean, you don't want to compete against the NFL. So like Wednesday or Friday night. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot that they have. Yeah, they do have Thursday games, don't they? Man, I mean, they really Friday, just Friday night ovals. I mean, whatever. Yeah. Do, do yeah, something. Friday different. Night. Give people an excuse to go to an event on the evening of the week. How crazy is it that the NFL owns basically three days? Like they have Thursday, they have Sunday, and they have Monday. So I, I've got. I'm, I'm about to travel. I'm about to fly. Fly in a couple hours. And I know this is a travel podcast, so this only seems appropriate. We I'm not sure if, like the Maldives or something, somewhere rich. I thought we were now a Shania Twain appreciation podcast. Yeah, we're many things. We're many things. <laughs> and that is that is definitely in the top three. Um, <laughs> no, I'm flying to Montreal. I have uh, an appearance for yeah, a Canadian tire. They, they sure do. They oh, sure do. Doing some, like, uh, which some I will not be research. able to attend this year oh. because I'll be at an IndyCar race. Oh. Smart ass. Um, Why? <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> I was flying the other day, and I don't know if I don't know if we've had this conversation or not. And it's not it's not unique to airports, but it happened in an airport, and so it just made me think of it. And I'm about to go to an airport, so it made me think of it. Why are men so disgusting? Oh, I would argue that women are grosser than men. Here's okay. You know what? I've actually heard a lot of arguments on that, on that side of it from women. But the one that gets me, man, is like you go into the bathroom, go to a public bathroom, sports stadium, concert venue, airport, racetrack, whatever. Sometimes, and it's not all the time, but sometimes the puddle around yeah. a urinal, yeah, is so object look there's backsplash i get it everybody like that's just a thing can't stop it no one's found the right solution for that yet mm. but like when i'm talking about literal puddle like when you step you see a ripple in yeah. the liquid on the what are you doing that that much pee is missing the urinal <laughs> no i don't i don't think it's one or two individuals i think it's been that long since someone's gone through with a mop Honestly. Really? Oh man, you think that much backsplash can accumulate and it it's creates not, a whole it's, it's backsplash and like dribble, like because yeah. not everyone shakes but, it. So some people like sh- no. who doesn't shake it? I, well, Tim, you, the problem is you shake it too much. That's your but. What's well, a different? Well, shake okay, it well, once, that's fine. Shake it twice, <laughs> that's okay. Don't finish that second. <laughs> so, okay. so either people don't shake it, and a little dribble comes out as they're like heading back to their pants or they shake it too much like Tim and they're just spraying it all around. <laughs> so like, regardless, it's not one person that's just pissing on the floor. I think it's just that. I, I think you're wrong. I think there. somebody's just pissing on the floor. I no. think some, I think right. someone's just missing, like just missing. No, no one's or like standing no too far back. And so like at the last no. little bit of the stream no, just doesn't make it in. The amount that we travel and the amount that we piss in urinals, right? You would you would come across some dude that was just letting it eat on the floor. <laughs> I don't think that's. Are the you case. standing there staring at other dudes? No. Program? What are you? You, you? I'm sorry. You wouldn't hear or see the floor getting wet next to you. If I'm saying, 
Matt, Atlanta, floor? Atlanta, Hartsfield, Jackson Airport is the busiest airport on earth that has That's more human of, beings going through it. Not, I'm not there enough to monitor every time a James taking a I leave. Do, I yes, do spend right. most of my airport time in the bathroom. James, you do. You're <laughs> right. And think about how many are dribbling, spraying, and backsplashing every yeah, minute. I mean, when you think about the fact that it's that there's that many people going through it, it could just be a collection of you I know. I think it's just a collection. Ten thousand a day, huh? Because I, I, I have I have thought about this, right? The next time, next time that you go, I guarantee you that it's like it's the one that always has the biggest puddle is the straight in one. So the one that you walk to from the little like chicane to get in to separate you from the terminal and yeah. then like, the corner, it's always the one that like it's the easiest access to. It's not the one that's because it's, it's the most used. Because it's the easiest. It's the most. It's the most. All right. Used. I'm gonna. All right. I'm gonna start. Okay. I. That's a valid argument. I'm gonna start paying more attention and seeing if there's a correlation between where it is in the lineup and. I really, the, I really think it, there is. Okay. All right. Because the other thing, the other reason why this just super bothers me, right? I, I, other than the obvious is so we travel and when you travel, you have to pack things. And sometimes you have to pack more than one pair of shoes. And sometimes I know that I'm I'm then packing the shoes that was standing in a puddle of some stranger's urine into my bag. And I have to like dodge the puddle. No, 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 no. That's the point. Like there are times where you cannot. And like, there's only one thing available. The puddle of urine that you're stepping in, like, I would argue that that's probably not the worst thing that you're stepping in throughout the day. A thousand percent, but it's the only one I'm very, very conscious of. Well, don't put your wet, piss-covered shoes away in your suitcase. Wait until they get dried with all the other disease. Three days later, I'm packing these things into a suitcase. But I remember, I remember looking down at those shoes in the puddle and it it just burns. It's burned into my head. I, I agree with you. I'm not saying it's the way I know it's not the worst thing on the bottom of those shoes, but I know it's there. And Dude, that's if, what I if only like. you knew what was on like the forks and the glasses and the dishes at restaurants that you eat at. Oh, that doesn't bother me. Well, guys, just please shake it the appropriate amount. Yeah, in, not too fully, much, in, not too fully in the, the receptacle. Let's not <laughs> make this Aim a thing. Aim for the puck. Aim for the puck. Absolutely. Oh, God. All right. I'm going to go. This has been Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. Off Track is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. And if you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give us a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts. We are at Ask Off Track on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to follow us on Twitter, we're at Hinchtown and at Alexander Rossi. If you want to follow Tim, though I have no idea why you would, he's at the Tim Durham on Twitter. Find us on YouTube and subscribe to our channel for exclusive video content. The music you heard on this episode is by Ryan Dan of Holland Patton Public Library. You can find him online at hollandpattonpubliclibrary.com. Off Track is produced by Tim Durham, and by that we mean Tim. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 
21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.